you smile. Oh, it's so nice. It's a podcast. We can't. Uh, Nicole is also here. What? The, the McDonald's jingle? I am Groot. Oh, this is all over the place. I don't like any of this. this is, none of this is right. Tonight, we're doing <laughs> Smile. Smile. From last year. 2022 horror film. It uh, we did we didn't get to it. We it passed our radar over, and we had other stuff going on. So we're catching up on it now. Uh, it is got an eighty percent of Rotten Tomatoes with seventy eight audience, sixty eight percent Metacritic, six six on IMDb. So uh, upper up, upper middle kind of level of horror. Uh, had you guys seen all of the stuff when this was coming out? Did you, did you know anything about Smile going in? Absolutely not. I know you don't usually see stuff, Jess, but like you usually at least are aware of the horror movies coming out. And this, uh, this had a lot of advertising. I saw this trailer like probably a dozen times, uh, just like scrolling on TikTok. Really? And shit. I wonder if I saw the trailer and I just don't remember. I it's... probably saw it and was like, "Yeah, man, I'm going to see that. That looks so good." And then you forgot, then about, I forgot it. about it. Yeah, classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> classic. And then Nicole. Uh, I, th- I think I saw the trailer once or twice. Um, yeah, that's mm. it. After witnessing a bizarre, traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. As an overwhelming terror begins to take over her life, Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. The stars Kevin Bacon's daughter, Sosie Bacon. Nice and uh, little, uh, what is that, Nepo baby? Got a Nepo baby in here. And Just Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon? What? Just knows Kevin Bacon, right? You're not going to talk about the mom? Who's, this, who's, who's the mom? Kira I thought Sedgwick. this... Oh, Kira I thought Sedgwick, the daughter yeah. was Kevin's, Kevin's Bacon's daughter. It is Kevin Bacon's mm-hmm. daughter, yeah. I, I forgot about Kira yeah. Sedgwick. Yes, you are correct. I, the, uh, the mom's Kira Sedgwick. The mom is Kira Cedric. The dad is Kevin Bacon. And the director is Parker Finn, who is a first-time writer-director. He's had shorts, but this is his feature-length debut. And that's all the preamble you really need. It's a horror movie. It's on... Where did we see this? Hulu? Prime? HBO Max. Prime. Prime. There we go. Hulu. Not Hulu. Why did I say that? It's on Prime. Smile is on Prime, and oh we're, going to, <laughs> we're going to spoil it here now. If you have any interest, that's where it is. So, as I said, uh, Psychiatrist Ward is where we're starting. Dr. Rose Cotter, that's the bacon. Uh, she meets with a woman named Laura who uh, had witnessed a her history professor kill himself just a few days earlier. Uh, died by suicide. And uh, now she claims that there is this entity following her around, terrorizing her. And it just smiles at her. It's a creepy smile. Big creepy smile. Like the movie Smile. And, uh... Laura uh, is freaking out when Rose is in the room, and then she starts smiling, and then she kills herself, and now Rose watched this traumatic thing happen, and we're going to have to watch Rose deal with the fallout, because now, you know, it's a curse movie. It's like uh, it's like all the other curse movies that we could talk about in spoilers, but uh, she's now got the curse, and she sees the smiling creature around, and it makes her go crazy, and she's got past traumas we're going to learn about, and that's... That's the setup of the movie. So, Jess, lead us off. What'd you think of Smile? Yeah, obviously, Brennan recommended to me. He knew that this was up my alley. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, because this is the kind of stuff that I like, that I like to watch. I was surprised <laughs> it was two hours long, because um, 
usually horror movies are are much shorter and an hour through the plot which when we I mean, now we're through the movie. When we realized basically the entire the plot, I was like, "What is there left? Why is there a whole hour? Is it going to make like a big three sixty? Because you figure out what what ha- what's happening pretty quickly." They tell um, you. I think they straight up tell you. Like, there's no, there's not a lot of subtext. They just like literally like it's yeah. a trauma monster. Like, <laughs> and you're just like, "Where where's this going now?" You kind of figured it out. You had an, you have an idea how it's going to end. And you're just like, what are they going to do with the past hour? And then you realize you're kind of like fucking around to figure out how to stop it. And then eventually they, they don't. Um, <laughs> but I liked it a lot. I thought it was a good watch. Out of the horror movies I've seen recently, like Barbarian or Black Phone, this one is definitely the most unoriginal. And I feel like at the bottom, I feel mm-hmm. like maybe movies in general, but at least horror movies are having some sort of creative twist where it's less of horror and more of a mind game or more of like, oh my God, how did that just happen? Mm. And I feel like this one just stuck to the OG horror movies. Just It had a rule. It had the ghosts. It had the character making stupid choices <laughs> rather than just like more more fun and more like, oh my God, I want to pop out, which I think is captivating to the audience. I certainly like it. So it was cool to watch something just unoriginal i guess or or back to what you think a horror movie is but yeah yeah but i I do think that there has been better lately and i am surprised it got an 80 i was expecting like 60 or 70 yeah no that's that's fair all right on to on to nicole then your first impressions yeah i'm reading through some of these reviews um they're just from different um websites and and such but the overall premise here premise whatever you know i'm trying to say um the overall review of this is that the movie was impeccable and i i find that a little impeccable excessive strong word yeah a little bit excessive on the on the thoughts here so i thought it was okay um I agree that there's just a lot of downtime. I feel like uh, Rose with her friend, I think he's a firefighter or something, a cop. I don't know. I forget what he is. Um, yeah, that there's a lot of back and forth with them. And I'm like, oh, my God, please hurry up. Like, this is taking so long in the like the car scene and in the house and just get to the point like if you're having this problem we don't have to go through oh but i found all of these incidents like why didn't you do that the first i don't know five hours you were sitting together <laughs> I, I that kind of stuff is like so drag along and I, I don't find this to be an original concept except i guess the method of the possession is different the smile as opposed to i don't know an exorcism or something but they it, it's the same thing it's getting possessed by some creature and when you die it gets passed along to somebody else i feel like i've seen that before um it doesn't make sense to me that it's a i don't know what type of creature this is uh they show the mom is possessed by it and she looks like a barbarian naked lady <laughs> um so I don't really get that because nobody else turns to any nasty creature. Um, so that's kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was okay. Um, I definitely wouldn't agree with some of these reviews that I'm I'm reading saying it's ins- uh, 
insane visuals, incredible sound design, haunting score, and truly compelling lore. Is I this think the that's... first scary movie, like, ever? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if you had never a seen a horror movie before, this would be pretty good. Like, this would be solid they also if you had said, never seen yeah. a movie before. <laughs> there yeah. are infinite jump scares, and I cannot recall one That's right not now. true. There's a couple. I, I'm not a jump scare guy. a few. There was definitely a few. We'll point out, we'll point out our like, the ones that stick okay, out in my head. All right, good. Point them out. Well, you know, you actually mentioned one of the jump scares while we were watching it, and I, I had already seen. When we watched this, I watched the whole thing all the way through, and then we rewatched this. We rewatched like half of it again because you had fallen asleep the first time, so I had already seen the second half. And there were a couple jump scares in there. I think, if I'm remembering right, that uh, might have worked for you. Okay, well, I'm interested to hear them. Well, before we get there, I, I'll just echo kind of both of what you're saying. It's fine it's kind of mediocre it's definitely not barbarian it's not black phone it's not uh, what other horror movies have we done recently i mean it's 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 not elevated horror it is I, I kind of agree with jess it's kind of like a this is what would come out in 2006 kind of horror movie um yeah it's it's i think i said it when we were watching it towards the end to nicole i was like it's like it follows but dumber like it follows is i love it follows which have, have you guys both seen that or anyone Seen that one? The, I don't the, think so. I don't think so. Uh, it follows. It's it's a, it's a curse movie. It's like this, and that movie. Like spoilers for it follows, which is older and much better than this. Uh, you have sex with someone, and then that's how you pass on this creature that oh, follows yeah, you. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and then the the creature so that follows you. So it's kind of like an STD. <laughs> exactly. It's just like that, but they don't like. We're in this movie where they're literally like, it's a trauma monster. It feeds on your trauma. In in. In it follows. It's all subtext. They don't literally say, "Oh, it's this this monster is a metaphor for STDs." Like that's kind of that's what I'm saying. Like this is a dumber. It follows. It has the same kind of thing. It's a curse movie. There's a creature coming after you. There, you know, they they have the, the the obligatory jump scares and the obligatory, you know, what a couple of like, oh, I don't believe the character. Character makes dumb decisions. They have all that. But it's just a it's just a, a notch below a movie like It Follows. So it's like you know it's a solid you know two and a half three star ish kind of movie. It, it definitely drags. Shouldn't be two hours. There's some downtime, a lot of downtime. The end might be a little dragged out. Although there's at least some no, there really isn't that much creativity. It's it's just kind of fine. It's just kind of fine. But yeah, I feel like. I always say this, you know, I hate watching bad movies because I feel like I have such high expectations. I'm like, we've come this far. Mm. I know there's a lot of smart people in the world. Our technology <laughs> is great. You have right. no excuse to make it anything <laughs> mediocre. You've got millions of dollars to fuck around. So like, why are you just doing subpar? I have a lot of faith in people now and they just let me down. It's interesting that uh, you, you say all that and the next review we're doing is something you picked that I believe will be terrible, but we haven't watched that yet. We'll get okay, to well, that, that's more so to, to keep the joke going. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that on the next review. But um, Jump scares. Back to that. Nicole, the head, the woman with the head that falls on the, the head car? The car! The car that, jump scares. That was my biggest jump scare. It's that was my scare. biggest jump scare was the head in the car. The what? So he, she, she the goes... Sister. Yeah, the sister. She goes to the sister, and the sister. So she, Sosie Bacon oh, is yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, she's falling apart, that. and this is kind of midpoint of the movie. And she goes to her sister, who's like, you know, uh, suburban housewife lady. 
And then, yeah, she goes back to the car, and the jump stair is, like, she knocks on the car, and you see, like, the torso, and then, like, the head falls down. Like, it does, like, a like a swoop motion, like a hinge. That was actually the stinger in the trailer. Like, that was the last thing you saw in the trailer before Smile, like, the title sequence came Why would up. they ruin it? That's what I'm saying. Is Thankfully, when that happened, Nicole, you had not seen that, so it was not ruined for you. And it sounds like, Jess, you did not see it coming either. But I, I knew that scene was coming because I saw the trailer. Honestly, the trailer sc- sc- spoiled most of the jump scares. Thankfully, I'm not a jump scare guy, so I don't really care. Like, there's not, I'm not a needle mover for me, but uh, they, they, they spoiled that. For people who go to these things for jump scares, they did, uh, they shot their load in the yeah, trailer. sucks. Yeah, but it worked for you guys, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, that I was think... my biggest jump scare. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, does anybody else feel like this woman is in the wrong profession? The the actor or like... the, the character? Oh, the character. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were insulting her acting actress. abilities. Yeah. I yeah. Was like, same. <laughs> I was like, "What? You think you think she should be a teacher?" Like, I don't know. She was. I thought Sosie Bacon was fine. Like she, she is yeah. fine. Like I don't think she was bad or good. She was, you know, serviceable. But no. What do you mean? What do yeah, you mean? A, a different profession? Not a psych ward nurse or whatever. I she just is. feel like she was the worst psychiatrist I've ever seen. Oh yeah, like, she gave like the worst advice. Worst but she advice. Can't be- couldn't keep her own shit together. She can't be worse than her own shrink. To be that, fair, yeah, to be fair, lady. <laughs> we are introduced to her at her low point. Like the movie starts off with her getting the trauma attack from the the patient killing herself, and from then on out, then on out, she spirals. But like, yeah. Well, she also went into a patient's room that that guy that was having an episode and attacked him. But the reveal in the movie is that he wasn't having an episode. He was actually like not doing anything, and she thought she saw the de- she saw the smile demon, and that's why she goes well, in she there. She needs to keep her shit together. Well, she couldn't because the smile demon's after. Because that's the you know she needs better better training. Better training from the smile demon. How do you train? How do you train <laughs> from the smile? She didn't she read the Cal rule Penn. book. What to ha- what to happen when a demon takes over your patient? <laughs> yeah. like she she didn't get to that point in school. <laughs> That's yeah, got to that- be one of the classes in some artsy fartsy school. Yeah, none of them studied. <laughs> none of them studied up for this. If you uh, you have a possession come in, uh, I liked I, I liked the uh, I think my favorite scene might be the birthday party scene. With the dead, with oh, a dead God, cat that or whatever. Oh, that so morbid. Oh, it's like... That was unexpected. It was unexpected. Well, yeah, I liked it. One, because it was unexpected. And then two, because it just like... It, it feels like a scene where like... It it convinces me that she's spiraling good. Because sometimes these movies are like... They kind of gloss over the spiral. You need to have the spiral. You need to have the person... A regular person starting off. And then traumatic thing happens... Horror things are happening throughout the movie, and she has to lose connections. She has to lose her friends and her sister, and all these people have to stop trusting her so that the smile demon can continue to consume her. And I think the birthday party scene is super effective at that, with between the shock value with the kids, and then the one woman doing the, the smile in the corner, and then she freaks out. I, I thought that was a good, like... That's the, for me. That was the highlight of the movie. The back half is a little... I'm kind of with Jess. After the hour mark and the trauma talk already happens, I'm like, well... Let's just get to the final confrontation then, because we we know the stakes. Yeah, we know who the good guys and the bad guys are. We know the rules uh, generally, but you know, let's just get there, and it, it kind of meanders around for a little bit longer. I liked when she visited the guy in uh, jail to try to figure out how to stop it because she oh, figured out yeah. that he he knew, and he got so pissed. He's like. 
I escaped a smile and you're fucking back here to give it back to me? Hell That's a good no! Spoil. Get the hell I've, out of here! I forgot about that. That is actually really good. Because, like, yeah, at the first she's, like, hesitant, but as soon as she says, like, I need to stop it, he's like, wait, you have it? Get the fuck out of what? Like, he just freaks out. That's <laughs> so good. It's kind of like she had, like, this disease that was, like, gonna kill him. I mean, and honestly, it kind of is. I mean, but literally. But he was like, I... Like, spent so much time and energy defeating myself, and now you're just nonchalantly sitting here, gonna give it back to me? Hell no. <laughs> I liked that. That was the, uh, do you recognize him, Jess? That's the guy who plays, uh, the, uh, like, yes, sheriff. Yes, I. S- He's in Stranger Things. He's the other cop. He's the cop that's oh, like Sheriff Oh, I Hopper's. saw him, and I, yes. Yeah, he's the I immediately cop. knew I knew his face. I couldn't yeah. remember from where. I, he's probably another step, too. That's what I recognize. I'm like, oh, it's the, the Hawkins the Hawkins deputy is the is the guy in jail. Uh, and then who who are those? Yeah. those other appearances? Cal Penn, everyone knows from Harold Kumar. He's one of the doctors. He pulls his face off in a scene. That was extra. I don't know if that was necessary. Not all the scenes landed for me. That one didn't really work for me. The one where she has like a dream sequence. That's in the second half where they're kind of running out of ideas. She, she uh, that was another mm. thing. Part of the rules is so the rules of a thing is. The the thing passes to you, and then you kill yourself, or you kill someone else in the presence of a third person. And if you kill yourself, you pass it to the person, whatever person. And then if you if you kill someone else in the presence of someone, then it goes to that person. And I just logistically, like if you were to kill yourself in the presence of no one, where would the smile monster go? Well, that's the continuity error of this whole thing. It's a, it's a rule problem, you know? Well, I thought she almost considered that. Like, wanting to... Thinking... I don't know if it was explicitly said, but I feel like you kind of inferred she thought about, like, if can I just kill myself and get it over with? Because I know I'm gonna die, and I won't infect anybody else. Yeah, because that guy's coming in at the end, you know, when she is... She knows she's gonna get infected or whatever, and... And she tries to tell him to go away, and then that's obviously not how the movie ends. But, like, if she were to successfully kill herself in the presence of nobody, or anybody, anyone in any line of this curse, it's clearly been passed down. Like, if you kill yourself in the presence of nobody, where does the smile monster go? Does it go, does it go to someone else? Because it's a trauma monster. Does it go to, there's no trauma to pass on. I hope it just dies with you. That's what I would think, but I don't know. The, the movie, there were there were some things kind of like that where, like, the movie didn't fully explore. Also, like, the literal rules of the smile monster. Like, sometimes the smile monster possesses someone, and sometimes it's just there. Like, it's an invisible person. Because, like, you know, when we're at the, when the first time we see the smile monster, other than, the smile monster takes over the girl who kills herself, and the smile monster takes over the guy in the bed that she shakes, and then that's why she gets suspended. The smile monster takes over the woman at the party. But then when we're in the, the ending act, she the smile monster comes in the form of her dead mother, who we haven't really talked about. She died of an overdose, but it was kind of her fault. It was kind of the main character's fault because she's a little girl and wanted her mom to die because she's a horrible drug addict and abusive. And But, like, she's not taking... The, the smile monster is not taking over a body at that point. It's just appearing. These are just, these are just some yeah, but s- small hangups. Even at the beginning, that student, she even said, sometimes it's someone I know. Sometimes it's just there. A lot of the times, it's my grandfather. Interesting. So she, I, I forgot said that. I forgot about that single line, which I guess they probably put in there to explain 
the inconsistencies. Just to explain the rule. I'm pretty sure she said that. If that's true, then that's I, I give the movie... I, I don't remember that part. I, we saw this about a week ago. But, like, I, I give the movie props if it at least took the due diligence to be... Uh, hey, I know the rules are a little wonky, but here's a throwaway line to explain. I mean, does it have to be a human? Can, can she kill, like, a pig or something? I thought that would be cool. What if she took over, like, a... An yeah, like an animal, like a dog or a cat or something, and then like I don't know, that, mustache. That, well, like you just like, what if you just looked at a regular like cat and it was just smiling at you, but like smiling at you like this thing smiles at you, like that would be I don't know. That's like um, Alice in Wonderland or something. Oh, the Cheshire Cat. <laughs> it'd be a, it'd be a different <laughs> yeah. move. Um, so she's got trauma. She's got trauma, and the way she's got to resolve the trauma is. Go back to her childhood house where the mom OD'd and confront the monster for, like we said, it's a little long, about a half hour. She really, really confronts this thing. She confronts it. Doesn't she confront it, leave, and then end up going back? I think some of it was a dream. Now I can't. I just saw this and I'm like. <laughs> it's not super I clear. I remember. <laughs> Do you remember, Nicole, exactly how that, like, I feel like she. No, I thought the whole thing was, was confusing like <laughs> and that's the other thing like that's the first time that i realized that it's a, it's like a humanoid thing i just thought that she was seeing stuff the other times like the person in the chair i didn't really expect there to be a person in that chair um but now it's like some demogorgon fucking thing and i i hate <laughs> stuff like that i really do why can't it just be a a, a thought or like a a I don't know, a mind parasite. I don't know, something like that. Why does it have to be some naked, stringy thing in a body? It reminded me of uh, It Chapter 2, the grandma. The grandma in It Chapter 2 who turns into, like, the big, like, lurchy creature. That's what it reminded me of. The the smile monster before it became... The smile monster when it's between ripping its skin off and being all the jaws and being, you know, a person. The least favorite part or the weirdest part that just didn't even fit was one of the last scenes where Rose had her mouth open real wide and then the smile monster or whatever was this really gold animal-like thing that was crawling inside of her. <laughs> it was, wait, do you remember that? that? It was gold? I thought it was like a pinky, a pink flesh color like I thing. thought it was like glowing gold. Huh. Might have been no, I got a TV setup. I, I do. I remember also, the scene you're talking about. Her smile did not look as. I didn't think that her smile was as creepy as everyone else's smile either. I, I said like... that exact thing. <laughs> I thought at the very end, she just did like a normal weirdish smile, but like student did a very, very, very like eerie, crazy. Yeah, they could have animated smile. her face a little more to make it some big creepy smile. It was yeah. I said the exact same thing. More like in a, that Truth or Dare movie where they smile like extra big. Oh yeah, I never like saw. That. I never saw that. That's that. The thing like, I will say about this because I didn't love this. I thought I think it's a fine three star kind of throwaway movie, but it's not like those kind of movie. Like what? What are we? Fantasy Island or uh, the Turning or there? There was for a while there. There was a couple months there at some point where we were watching just the worst horror movies that were just like so bland and so cookie cutter and this is not new or like particularly fresh but at least it's got we've we've, seen, we've said there's some scenes that it executes well there's a couple of good jump scares the acting's fine but uh yeah it's not like complete garbage i was kind of expecting garbage 80 percent does seem high though yeah. I, I kind of agree with that i i would put this at 
I don't know. If I had, if if you if I had just seen this and you told me what what was the score, I would have guessed like fifty eight, maybe six sixty three, something like that. Like right yeah. right teetering yeah. on the fresh and run. You, you were spot on when you said like this is kind of like a two thousand six horror movie because I could totally see this has a commercial when we're all in high school and me and yeah. my friends are like, oh, let's go see this in theaters on a Friday night. And it would be this movie. Like, I don't think, I can't think of anything that would have happened 20 years later or versus then that that would be any different. I, I mean, maybe the or phone. Or any evolved. Yeah, the fo- it would be an iPhone 1 instead of an iPhone 14. That would be like, <laughs> yeah, that would be like exactly. the only difference, you know? <laughs> that literally would be the only difference. Like, I get toys and this as a movie that we all saw in high school. And, like, I, you literally touched me. You were like, I need a horror, uh, horror movie, Rex, for a summer. I'm like, perfect. We just watched Smile. That is literally the textbook, like... Like, if someone asks you, like, I'm having some friends over and we want to watch a, a, you know, like, a campy, silly, but, like, kind of scary horror movie, I'd be like, smile. It's perfect for that. It's, you can, you can watch yeah. it. You can watch it for a little bit, hit the jump scares, talk for 15, 20 minutes, and then by the time you're out of things to say, the next jump scare scene's coming on. And, you know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it works. It works on that level. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds like we're winding down. Well, it sounds like we're winding yeah, down. Yeah, we done. This is a light episode. <laughs> this is a light episode. Any other? Any other points? To... Well, it's, it's just because there's it's two hours, but it's a whole lot of nothing. Like we said, like the first half there's of the movie, yeah. you figured out everything. Then there's just that slight twist of she she tries to figure out how to stop it, so she goes to that guy in jail and she learns more. Then she tries to stop it herself, and clearly she failed, and then it's continued and now her ex-boyfriend uh whatever his name is has it is he the ex-boyfriend yeah okay you know what's goofy they always have to throw in some sort of extra twist to it where it's like we didn't need that so why did it need to be you have seven days until you expire like she's like i'm on day four like what if you don't die? I don't understand why there needs to be a timeline on it. That's so stupid. Does, did it have to well, be seven days? I thought someone just said no one no, has lasted. No, it didn't have to be. He said like minimum is four, and it like it, and no one lasts a week. That's what I thought. I re- I remember it being that like no one has made it past a week. I don't remember it being specific. Like so, why? But why is there a t- why? What, they didn't explain why it attacks you so quickly. Then, well, they didn't explain why, but well, I guess it's because the smile's just powerful enough to do it. Then, <laughs> well, I'm just thinking it's like the movie, te- like it's the movie telling you, like there's a t- there's there's a ticking talk, there a ticking talk, there's a ticking clock. Like you can't, you cannot live with this for months or years or whatever. Like you, you have no time. Like is is kind of the point. I would have been the first one to go try to kill somebody. I'm sorry. Well, that's what she's gonna but like. It, it takes you a while to figure out how it actually works. Could you couldn't kill somebody, because Nicole? You could. You would shrivel up in a little ball and let the smile monster. Kill I don't you. know. I don't get why I couldn't just like kill a fish or an animal. <laughs> I, well, they didn't say anything about that. They did. What are the rules? We did. We did not explore that. I guess you could just start trying to kill animals. What if I went to? Uh, what if I went to somebody who wanted to die, like someone? I don't know, perhaps on hospice or something, and I just killed them. That would be a smart move, I guess. Maybe the smile wouldn't want their body because they need someone with trauma who actively thinks about trauma, uh-huh. and someone on hospice is kind of like oh, a Oh, see, yeah, you're making your own rules. Well, see, also... Well, if- yeah... 
but like if you like again this this is part of the problem if you kill let's say you kill the trauma patient where does and apparently that frees you then where does your trauma go what if no one's in the room with you like what like that's why that one guy was in jail because someone saw him do it and then that person killed themselves but like what what if you kill the hospice patient and you're infected and then the hospice person dies and you killed someone which is the rule to get rid of the curse it should just be over right I mean, maybe maybe it can can stop because the guy in jail was like, I read some cases in Brazil, and maybe that that strand in Brazil died down. Maybe someone ended it, but oh, so there's more than one. Or does it maybe pop yeah, back he, up if it like after if it has nowhere to go? Maybe it pops back up somewhere else, like somewhere where it feels the pull or something. I don't know. Yeah, but they don't explain. Now this. we're really grasping. Well, that's the thing. Like again, like the rules are. This is why I again back to uh, it follows but dumber. It's the same thing. It's the curse movie. It's a metaphor for something else. If it follows, it's STDs, and this is trauma. Except in it follows, it's clever and subtle, and it is satisfying at the end, and not two hours long. And this is a little more dragged out, a little more traditional. Uh, a little more, you know, the rules are a little less clear, less per- less refined. Uh, but uh, we didn't even talk about the end, the, like the real, the real end. She, we've said she fails, but yeah, she fails. She, she confronts her mom in the trauma monster form, and then it doesn't matter because trauma monster wins and uh, climbs into her mouth. And uh, she, yeah, she does the smile, lights herself on fire in front of uh, Joel. And yay, now Joel has it. So there you go. If she had just done it, shouldn't have any problems. If she had just done it ten minutes earlier, maybe Joel would have been okay. You know, he shouldn't have chased her. Yeah, I guess it's his fault. Well, are we recommending Smile, Nicole? I I feel like after watch after talking about this, I think all of us don't like it as much as we thought we did (laughs) from the beginning. (laughs) I like it. I like it about. I'm I'm about where I was at the beginning, which is on the. I'm still on the fence. I haven't decided because I'm going last. So Nicole. Yeah, we kind of critiqued it too much. <laughs> I th- well, I liked some I will parts. Say, I I'm certainly not going to give it the same impeccable rating as that one person did. I think that they are very <laughs> sheltered human being. Um, <laughs> I, I'll say out. yes because, huh? Shout them out. Put them on blast. <laughs> All right. We want people to like us. Not this oh, one. This person is never going to listen to this. Yeah. Yes. All right. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't mean to do this. I I thought you had it up still. Well, I do. It's all right. I'll cut it. I'll cut this. I'll cut this dead time. We're gonna get canceled. Cancel about this one nice. guy who's reviewing this. Maybe I won't cut this dead time. Maybe I'll just leave this in. Uh, so this freaking chump vo- uh posted anonymously. Um, uh, anonymously, is it on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't think you could do that. It's not on Rotten Tomatoes. It's on Google. Oh, Google reviews. Okay, well, those aren't reliable. Those are a bunch of random... Oh, I'm sorry. Christopher John Madonna. This movie was impeccable. <laughs> Christopher John Madonna? Is... I don't think that's a real person. <laughs> How are... Oh my god, this is such a long review. He said that uh, he feels like this is, wow, so jarring. And for a director to have it be his debut film is impressive. I will agree with that. It's pretty good for a debut movie. I will agree with that. It's, movies are hard to make. What a phenomenal actress Bacon is. Okay, they well, let's really calm down with that. They really couldn't have casted a better lead. Okay, all right. No. 
It's not true. Yeah, uh, that I'm not. I'm not feeling as uh, intense about it as he is, but I will give it a recommend. Florence Pugh. That's who would be perfect in this. I'm just saying, she'd be perfect in anything. But she's that would totally new. change I saw a that. Commercial for yeah. Yeah, she's she's too big for this kind of stuff now. But um, ah, uh, Jess, recommend or no recommend for Smile? No, I th- I think I'll, I'll still recommend it. I I do think we talked it down um a little <laughs> critiqued it pretty heavily, so my opinion's probably not as strong. But I still hold that if you want to watch a horror movie, this one isn't terrible. And if you want to scratch that itch of having a few jump scares, go ahead and watch this. I think I'm going to land there, too. I think I originally gave this like a two and a half when I watched it and sitting on it a little longer. I'm like, you know, it is it's if I had to if I had a random hundred horror movies, this would probably be number like 40. Like, you know, it'd be like a upper middle yeah. pack. Like it it's not a it's not the ones that the aforementioned some of the best horror movies you saw in the last couple of years. But uh, it's not it's also not garbage. It's not complete crap, which we have also reviewed on here. So. Somewhere in the upper middle, I guess I'll give it a soft recommend on that. And is that is that technically three recommends for Smile? That's uh, it is. Looks like it. All right. Well, I guess it made us. I guess it made us happy. No, happy. It didn't. No. Three recommends for Smile, and that means coming up we have some 2023 movies on the schedule. Uh, we'll we'll talk about those at a later date. I'm sure there will be things to be said. But if you have things to recommend to us, we are always taking suggestions. If we have an opening in the schedule, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. All right. Thank you guys for being on for Smile. Thank you. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.